0: Fellow rebels, and welcome to Rebels Cast UK. I'm one of your hosts, As Kennedy. Here with me tonight is Ross Shaw. Um, Yogi Zilla will be joining us next week. His internet is still down. The force is not strong with that household just now. So um, hopefully get Yogi back on. And tonight um, there was there was a few trickles of Star Wars news that we thought we might as well cover because you're all Star Wars fans. Um, Ross, episode seven, the biggest news this week.
1: Yes. Episode 7's title was revealed to everybody quite quite sort of quietly, subtly, and uh, the title was revealed also in the back that Principal Photography um, has finished on the Star Wars film, which which people that maybe not be film-verse, Principal Photography basically means filming is done, so from now on it's just effects. fix. Um, episode 7 came out with their title, The Force Awakens. Mm. Now... Apart from the fact that uh, the Force has probably been on a disco nap since episode six to seven, and it's just <laughs> sort of woken up and grabbing its sort of aspirin and uh, cup of coffee to start the day, <laughs> uh, I, I, a thing that I thought was interesting is that the logo they revealed never had episode seven in yeah. the title. It was Star Wars Force Awakens. Now i'm totally in for the whole like mocking of the the title because it kind of does bring up going well hang on a minute Where, where's the force been all this time you know the force was there in the original trilogy what the hell like you know surely it should be like the force continues or something
0: <laughs> the but, force um, still goes yeah, on yeah, you know
1: <laughs> the force is still here but in the background um, <laughs> you could have said yeah. beyond
0: the force <laughs> will go yeah. on anyway, sorry
1: <laughs> uh but yeah, I mean like uh I don't know I I, I kind of dig it. I like it like The Force Awakens. I mean maybe it's maybe too Force Unleashed style, but uh The Force Awakens, uh ah, it's quite cool. It's, it's intriguing. It it opens up a lot of avenues to explore in terms of how does this um you know why is it called the force awakens like what well, so i
0: seen I, I seen someone making a tweet and it said the force awakens episode eight the force hits snooze button episode nine the force is late for and gets fired <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah it sounds pretty good but um actually i, I would prefer those yeah. kind of titles for eight and nine
0: <laughs> um maybe
1: so maybe you, so, you... sorry no, no go ahead sorry I, know, I was i just gonna go. Maybe the um, uh, the interim films that we're gonna get um, <laughs> between the episodes will be have like be some sort of filler as to why the force was asleep in the first place. But um... <laughs>
0: <laughs> so did you not say you're a the theory in Luke Skywalker like?
1: I did. Yes. Yeah. I did. Right. Because I looked at the Force Awakens and um, I kind of I was chatting away to some friends who are also massive Star Wars fans eh, about it all. And we kind of like we were all both of us kind of going like, what does it mean and. Once all the jokes went away, a lot of them kind of going, oh, maybe, you know, the forces are walking, and uh, one of the main characters, you know, like um, uh, Leia, um, not Leia, uh, one of the new young characters, you know, it's such a it's such an unknown cast list. I can't even remember their names. Um, but yeah, maybe the forces are walking in one of them, and they go out and seek, like you know, like Jedi's. Maybe the Jedi's haven't are still you know secluded and stuff like that and i thought that's quite a good fee but for myself i don't know i think i think maybe because supposedly luke skywalker plays uh a big part in the whole film uh, yeah. along with han solo in the original cast so i don't know maybe like uh, something like luke skywalker has uh, has realized that he he actually is the most like powerful jedi ever and that um the force is like awoken inside uh, inside him but it's awoken like so much inside him that he feels that... No, no. I'm he... alive. But... No. <laughs> but he feels that he could be a danger to the galaxy if he was to like be corrupted in any way or if he was to make decisions. So he wow. buggers off to like a crazy ass, like a self exile It Could be Dagobah, you never know, and just becomes a crazy insane person like Yoda. And maybe um, maybe rumours of of the force, maybe like the force is still sort of like known with people, maybe a bit more known than it was back in the during the Empire days. But maybe somebody who um, realizes they have force powers but doesn't know exactly how to deal with it all, uh, then goes on their journey to seek out Luke Skywalker and as they were inquiring about Luke Skywalker, that's how the likes of Han Solo and Chewbacca could be brought into the mix kinda of like, Why are you asking about our friend who's been missing yeah. for X amount of years and and then that is person, Daisy Ridley, that's the one that I think is supposed is to be one of the new main yeah. young star characters. You know, maybe like her or one of the other ones is is that's the whole idea of episode seven is that they're trying to find Luke Skywalker and then he turns out to be like this maniac that is too scared to leave his his self imposed (laughs) exile in case he destroys the galaxy or something.
0: Do you know know what the cream in the top of that, Ross, is that would perfect exactly what you're saying? Um, I don't know if that will happen. It's a nice theory, but if Mark Hamill spoke in his uh, Joker voice when they first met him.
1: Exactly. That's how I came <laughs> to this conclusion because I thought, and the only insane Mark Hamill that anyone has heard of has been Joker insane. So how crazy would it be if he actually did do a sort of like a wee tip of the cap to the Batman fans out there and like, like his first insane monologue was almost jokeresque in the way he said it and then he sort of like calmed down into his normal luke skywalker accent see if he did that i would faint in the cinema i reckon like <laughs> i just I, I wouldn't be able to comprehend or handle that much <laughs> i mean i'm, I'm barely going to comprehend the fact that i'm going to be able to see episode seven uh you know next year and uh, uh, it's just uh, know. you know i mean like well obviously i saw one two and three in the cinema but um but being able to actually see something that continues on the original trilogy and from what we've heard, continues with, and from what we've seen obviously in Rebels, which our entire podcast is about, uh, from what we've seen of the style Disney's taking it all in or the tone that they're taking it in, it certainly is definitely entrenched in how the original trilogy was. So, you know, no matter what happens, but I think that'd be a good theory. If I was writing Star Wars Episode Seven, and knowing that was a title... That's how I would play it out. What What about yourself, Ali? Do you think there's anything that you could pick from The Force <clears throat> Awakens?
0: well the one thing that's interesting but I think everyone uh, what I was reading different posts from people they were like is this just the name of one of the spin-offs because you know like you were saying uh, The Force Awakens it didn't have 7 or anything I just think that's the way they showed us the name I I do generally think it's going to say episode 7 we're going to get the scroll it's going to say The Force Awakens you know I just think that's the way it was displayed Um, as for what I think could happen The Force Awakens I think more along the lines of that Luke Skywalker after what happened with Darth Vader hasn't been wanting to teach a pupil and he's been more it was kind of the same storyline as yours but rather than him going insane he's went hiding because he doesn't want people coming to him asking to be taught the force and asking to be taught his ways because he's gonna be like it's too dangerous you know goddamn um,
1: paparazzi yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's like stop trying to take photos of me upskirt you know but i think he's gonna hem it's my
1: god damn it
0: <laughs> it's gonna be it's respect like my privacy man <laughs> Look! Look! Show us your lightsaber! Yeah. Click! Click! No, no. <laughs> I think it's gonna because obviously uh, the Empire um, kind of. Made the force between episodes for even in Rebels, uh, basically more or less from Clone Wars, the Empire started putting in place that the force was a myth, you know. Um, after they told everyone the lie that the Jedi turned against the people and they hunted them down, then they kept the galaxy in fear by like making out the story that the force is a myth, it's not a real thing, you know. They planted that seed, so after Luke Skywalker taking it down, the rebellion's going to be it's a big mark in the Star Wars galaxy, so. You can imagine, like, Luke Skywalker, hey, Luke, I've been your biggest fan, I've been following you since Death Star 1, woo, can you teach me how to be a Force guy like you? Uh, You know, signed uh, Luke Skywalker 056X, you know, or whatever his uh, username is, but um, basically, I think he's more or less, like you said, took him away from everything because he doesn't want to pass on his knowledge. Either that, or literally there's no one showing signs of... Force adeptness, and all of a sudden the the Force Awakens applies to the new generation. Suddenly, somebody like you said, it's kind of a similar idea to yours. So yeah, um, maybe
1: just like you know, minus insane, the insane <laughs> You just, just want the know, Joker just, voice. I just, I just, yeah, I just want to see a, an insane Mark Hamill. Like you know, mm. I mean, like we all know he's a versatile actor on the voice acting side of things. Mm. It'd be brilliant to maybe see him physically be versatile. And that's what I thought, like in, insanity. And uh, but yeah. But, to, to boil down to it, yeah, I just want to hear him do the Joker voice, like as a sort of like nod to everybody, and uh, and I think it'd be quite funny for my friends to see me faint in like incomplete and utter like craziness of that happened. To I swim. would, I would swoon like a nineteen twenties woman. <laughs> yeah, no, see, <this> <laughs> oh. I, I would have to buy like one of those fainting chills so I can just like fall back onto I'm... it.
0: And a fan to pull out to waft yourself yeah. awake, you know. <laughs> oh, thank I don't know what came over me, but um, yeah. The the one thing that I'm most excited about episode seven is I had basically put Star Wars down as after after like um episode three, I thought that's it. George Lucas is never going to make another Star Wars movie. And at first, I was a bit apprehensive with the Disney deal. Now, after seeing Rebels, I'm. Fully comfortable, and the yeah. fact that they oversee everything, such as a new dawn. Uh, I am overly comfortable that Disney know how to do this. They've got. Cool, yeah. I think.
1: I think everybody in the world knew how to do Star Wars except George Lucas, the creator. <laughs>
0: so
1: I think if anybody had bought the Star Wars franchise, they were going to do it. They might not have done it right, but they're definitely going to do it better than what George Lucas had fucking done. So,
0: well, uh, uh, George Lucas still gave us four, five, and six. You know, but four and five are perfect movies near enough. Six, you've seen kind of hints towards these ewoki sort of Jar Jar-style sides, you know? And then episode one was just like, ah, I'm insane now, I'm going to make it like this. Episode two, somebody had a word with him, tried to bring it back. And then episode three, it was kind of more back in track, but a bit too dark in contrast um, with the other two. But now that Disney have took it over, and George Lucas is still overseeing things, as far as I know. Um, But J.J. Well, I don't was,
1: think he has... um.
0: No, I don't he's think good, he no has thing.
1: like decision making things, but I think he, uh, he's like a consultant. Turn, yeah, he's a consultant. Like, you know, if they have an idea that, like, obviously George Lucas like handed him, handed them all, all his notes to them. But I think, for example, like, if they turn in and go, ah, oh, we're thinking of, of creating this species, what do you think? Then he would be like, yeah or nay, or, oh, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that instead? Or he goes, oh, in my original plan, I had this going. Yeah. And then they'd be like, oh, we could take half of that. or 5% of that and make it 10 (laughs) times better than you doing it. Hopefully get
0: rid of some of the CGI, which, if rumours are true, a lot of the CGI has been taken out. I fully expect CGI space battles, but the one thing that I, I want it to go back the feel of, I don't want it to be like... Attack of the Clones and Clone Wars the series where every episode had a massive lightsaber battle. I liked the lightsabers in the original trilogy, how it felt like, oh, look at that, you know? Or even even to an extent, the Phantom Menace, like, Give it its dues. Like the lightsabers weren't used as frequent as Attack of the Clones or even Revenge of the Sith. Every two seconds they were getting whipped out, you know? Nice. <laughs> it was it was That's like a- what she <laughs> said, or
1: that's what yeah. would happen on a Glasgow night. <laughs> yeah.
0: But in, in The Phantom Menace, they kind of tried to keep it like that with Darth Maul being the big when the double blade came out. And Rebels has kind of pulled it back to that, being that they have to all hide themselves and Kanan, like he doesn't like showing his lightsaber that he's a Jedi to the extent that he's got it in, like, two parts. So, I mean... I hope they stick to that where there's, there's it's not just a neon like rave basically of lightsabers um i do like the way that coruscant and everything's in it now and i like the idea that um they've got all these planets that are unexplored because the original trilogy felt like it was this like you said before an episode it was a small small place yeah. episode one two and three kind of made you realize oh there's other things and now that we're reading the book and you don and watching rebels it's kind of like the the universe is massive, we should have known this, that it, we're just focusing on the key players, so they've got so much to dive into that George Lucas was perhaps apprehensive of going into, you know, he was staying in his comfort zone, whereas I think J.J. Abrams could, like, pull this out the bag, uh, what he'd done to the Star Trek series and made it viewable to not only fans, uh, long-time fans, casual fans like myself, or even the uninitiated, like, um can watch this movie and enjoy it. So I hope he does that to Star Wars as well, like, does the blend yeah. of the three, you know?
1: Yeah, I think that was the big thing, and, like, I'll I'll throw my two two cents on what you've just said there and pretty much agree with, with it all. Because Star Wars is so vast and, and a great example, and, and I'll always bring this up in every single episode because it's the only... <clears throat> it's the greatest way to explain, like, how I feel about things, but uh, when I was G... When, when I GM edge of the empire the star wars role-playing from fantasy flight games right that i have with a couple of friends and like having to try and explain to them the vastness of star wars it it almost blew their minds like they were thinking that it was like maybe you know like venus um, earth and mars sort of distances i'm kind of like no like our solar system would be like a pinprick in the massive galaxy that is star wars that we know and, like, trying to explain that to them was just, like, even for myself as well, was a bit, like, it's thing. And So, obviously, with George Lucas sticking with his comfort zones, it's understandable. I mean, you know, like, one man can't create a, a, an entire galaxy worth of content on his own. Um, and uh, with the comic book I'm writing just now as well, I felt exactly the same thing. And my comic book is just associated with one country. And I had to bring in another writer to help me out with expanding it even more. And I think it's, it's going to be refreshing for a lot of people to have other like like likes of the G, of jj J. abrams who have now had chance to refine and hone their skills on complex universes via like lost and star trek yeah. uh, to hit almost star wars i think that's going to be the greatest benefit you know we're we're probably going to see what the original trilogy was supposed to be like when it comes to episode seven you know even practical wise with effects but also story wise because everything is just everyone's evolved and uh, not everyone evolves as like a human being but like film and writing has evolved since 1977 yeah. um but yeah on on that note i think we should get to the nitty-gritty of the episode and oh, um, of course
0: and that would I be e- episode four four what, I, i've got
1: to just double check because uh it's Des- disney we have to go have with the disney number again and yeah. um well when i say change again they did change in mid uh, well say mid-season but on episode three they finally came out and said actually sparks of rebellion is a movie not yep. uh an episode and breaking ranks is episode four yes yeah
0: yeah so episode four of season one um, is breaking ranks now. Um, I'll give the basics and Ross can get down. My review is already up on StarWarsRebelsCast.tk. Check it out there. Um, basically, it's an Ezra-focused story. He's undercover in the Stormtrooper training facility. Um, and this is uh, it's, it's the Lotho Academy. And basically, he is to steal a decoder. Um, it's It started out slow um but seeing the, the one thing that i got out this episode that i really enjoyed was that everybody well a lot of people just assumed that the um the stormtroopers were just the new uniforms for the clone troopers so most people expected them just to be clones you know stick mm-hmm. with the clones because we never actually seen under a stormtrooper helmet uh in four five and six so, now seeing that they're actually being trained and it's actually just randomly selected, obviously, well, maybe taken away from their parents, or one one in particular signed up for his own personal reasons that we'll get into, but, um, they, they seem to be trained a lot better than the Stormtroopers we've seen, like, uh, <laughs> while, while they're, like, actually on the job. Like, I don't know what happens to them, like, whether they go out in a massive, like, drinking session well, in Tantorine or something.
1: <laughs> it was funny you mentioned that, and, and um, I've Friend of mine, Gordon. Uh, uh, I don't know if he listens podcast He bloody better be. But um, <laughs> Gordon, uh, my friend, he came up with a great theory. He reckons that this has been staged by the Inquisitor. Like this isn't this isn't Stormtrooper Academy. This isn't the actual training session. This is a specific facility built for the Inquisitor's dealings, where he can um, uh, sure, sift Jedi. through and find. Uh, force sensitive people and make them disappear uh, with quotation marks. That so would he reckons that, that this isn't actually so. Say for example, like if you pass it, if you pass the tests mm-hmm. with um, with flying colours, you know, and you were the three, and you know how he, he says, oh, those that pass the test get to, um, you know, get to go through the imperial um, fortress, but those have to deal with the other person, like the big gruff guy. I reckon the people that have to deal with the big gruff guy get told, now you're in proper you know imperial academy and then they get sent through something else and i reckon this has all just been set up for the inquisitor and darth vader to sort of like sift through and find four of people and knock them off before they can be a problem that's you know what, what i've got I mean. to say
0: gordon's theory i'm gonna go with as well because it didn't make sense to me until you've just said that because the fact that they basically had to force like abilities um to get to the top um yeah i thought that isn't stormtroopers can't even shoot never mind yeah. jump up you know <laughs> it's not even like that, that as well
1: it's the fact that like any military training right you have to work as a team whereas this was specifically telling people to like the guys are specifically telling people to to fight for your own and to you know climb over people to get to the top and uh, fair enough in a bureaucracy level you would do that, but if you're on a firefight, you wouldn't you know you couldn't have like a non trusting unit. So again, I reckon it was just their way to push those those um those characters into seeing or hey, maybe uh, he might not make them disappear as and kill them, but it could be the fact that if you manage to get through it and you showed potential for, you know, kicking people off the blocks, you know, and sort of shooting people, you might end up being trained as a dark Jedi or whatever, yeah. you know.
0: But yeah or is that- I because I definitely they- they- Sorry, on you go.
1: I I definitely don't, well, again, off Gordon's theory, I definitely don't, I now definitely don't think that that was Imperial Academy training per se. This was a specific setup that they have where it looks like it's Imperial training academy. That's why it only took a couple of sessions for them to yeah. to get to the end of it is not that's all it is is just like a a mini test
0: <laughs> yeah to see who's force sensitive and yeah um like like we've discussed before that the inquisitor isn't a full-blown sith lord he's just been given the basics and he's one of vader's attack dogs now that gives a whole whole different spin in the episode and one that i was thinking of we get introduced to a character zara leonis who yeah. there's a young reader's novel out about which we won't be covering. Um but it's
1: called it's called Servants of the Empire of the Edge Empire. of the Galaxy for anyone and it's by Jason Fry, for anyone that would like to read it. Um i I might just delve into it just to find out exactly what was going on and seeing what's what, but yeah. it's set parallel to the first couple of episodes of Rebels. So when you read this, um when you read Edge of the Galaxy, I think it finishes just as the beginning of episode four begins. So, Ah, it's supposed to be like that, I think.
0: That's what makes me think that, obviously, with the ending of this episode, with the Inquisitor saying, um, basically, he's going to have a chat with him, says to me, because they've done a book on him, Zara, I reckon he's going to come back and he's going to be turned in the Sith ways. I think he might have been forced, potentially um sensitive and I think the Inquisitor maybe sensed that because he was going to come out and talk with or without and I know he's determined to find his sister but I reckon now the Inquisitor has shown interest in him even though he did help Ezra escape um and there was Jai again but Jai's kind of been outcast and he has to go into hiding with his mum so I don't think we'll see him again but Zara I think well we might see Jai again and it might turn out to be that's the first one that um we might see Jai's been hunted down by Zara as he becomes like almost like the attack puppy, if you know what I mean. I reckon well, that could I happen. will
1: take your theory and raise you one. <laughs> I reckon you're right. I think it's actually Zerleonis, not Zara Leonis. Mm. But um, I will take you and say uh Zer Leonis, he mm. finds out that his sister Dara uh, has um uh, has indeed been turned as a dark, as a dark Jedi and he tries to escape and warn because hey, hey, um, if you remember, um, Ezra did say, "I'll keep in touch," and he'll yeah. try and warn Ezra and tell him about the whole dark Jedi idea yeah. that's happening with Inquisitors, and that will be their cue as to realizing that there's a more sinister thing behind ah. the Empire than just. That would be an interesting thing. It would be an interesting but, to see that. But there's definitely there's there's no way that they can have. Put so much effort into Zero Leonis via writing a book about him, yeah. having this episode for him just to randomly disappear after episode four. So he's definitely going to come back in some capacity. Be interesting how, but
0: yeah, yeah, it would be. And I, I like the the sort of uh, stormtrooper trainee helmets, and I'm interested. Like I've seen the shots supposedly of the new. Uh, sleek designed stormtrooper helmet with the Imperial logo on the shoulder. I really like the new design they're going for. So, if this is a hint towards, and it looks almost similar to, did you ever see the leaked photo? And it was like the stormtrooper helmet, and it was kind of had the sort of W-shaped like mouth, and it looked I slightly did, Yeah, different. yeah,
1: and it's like more sort of parted away. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember seeing the concept art that was brought out, but um, I, I actually like those training helmets. I kind of, yeah, I was looking did. at it, kind of going like, um, I've seen, i colleague of mine has one of the stormtrooper helmets that you he can wear and mm-hmm. um uh i think i've got a of myself actually and i might even post it up on the website if i can but um yeah. uh I, I actually i wouldn't mind having one of those trainee helmets Look quite <laughs> slick and smart i was like i was quite impressed by how it was done but yeah but yeah uh, going back to like the training idea of the whole thing i definitely yeah. think that was too quick of a training thing to be be an actual stormtrooper so i reckon that's their sort of undertone or undercurrent Ideas, mm-hmm. then they set up specific facilities to weed out a planet's sort of force sensitive kids, which is quite yeah. dark if you think about it. I mean, like, I mean, we're just coming up with these theories, not being intentionally or subtly said in the the episode. But it, I, I could see Rebels being that kind of show where although they're not going to be as dark as Clone Wars, they yeah. could just insinuate that they're as dark as Clone Wars with people like, like us two coming up with those kind of you know like, ideas. Yeah.
0: And then all of a sudden we have seen Zera's back as a dark Jedi, and we're like, it happened. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, that, that was more or less the story, and they escaped. And um, I, I do have, a, I do have like a, a question for you, Ross. And um, yeah. before we get back to this, like obviously, Kanan, he's not the main star of this show. He is in a way, but it's more to do with Ezra, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I've got two things I want to ask. Like the first one is, obviously, this is set before uh, a New Hope, yep. so. Do you do you think that perhaps at one point, uh, obviously we know that Kanan's training uh, Ezra, do you think that he might have to seek out the help of a certain uh, Dagobian, <laughs> if you want? He's uh, a, a young, green Yoda, mm-hmm. you know? Do you, th- do you think he might pop onto Dagobah and, or find uh, out about Dagobah?
1: Well, Dagobah, but um, I don't know. Mm, again, I think that's just... Pulling Mm. the universe like too intimate and close to what we've seen. Um, No, actually, no, I don't think so because uh, there's no way Kanan wouldn't even know that Yoda went to the deck of our system because Yoda came up with that idea. Um, uh, Yoda didn't come up with that idea until he was on the space station when Padme.
0: However, however, we have already seen um, Princess Leia's father. Oh. We've seen... What's his name? Princess Leia's father.
1: Bail Organa. Bail Bail
0: Organa's already been in it, and he was aware of it. So perhaps he bump. He's been in an episode before, so perhaps they bump into him again. Um, I know they're kind of keeping this a fringe show, and he says, I'm not meant to tell anyone this, but it's dire causes, because this is obviously pre Luke Skywalker. So... uh, Well,
1: I don't know. I mean, like we've already seen Luminara. The mm-hmm. Jedwell, Jed well when we see we've seen a corpse um we've seen Xer Leonis which is obviously he seems to be playing some form of sort of maybe like um B beast, beast star um uh, part in the whole Rebels mm-hmm. universe. We've seen R2 and three PO. I reckon rather than seeing another Jedi we could see Lando Carlician would be quite cool. That would be good. Um I reckon Lando could be the next um
0: that would be actually awesome.
1: Yeah. I reckon Lando, I reckon there could be like a sort of smuggling trip to Bespin and, and, hey, you know, Lando could be there or he could be trying to set himself up or, or either way, we could even see Lando in some capacity within the thing. But when it comes to Yoda and all that, nah, I don't think so. No. I reckon, like, I reckon, uh, that whole sort of, like, you know, I, I don't, I'm don't i not fit enough to train you or you're untrainable, I yeah. felt like that was resolved in the Luminara episode. So I reckon, like, they now know who each other is and what their limits are, that they're now yeah. going to be able to sort of, like, work around there. Okay. Again, what brings up a criticism about this the whole thing at all, it's not really, like, a bad criticism, but, oh, my God, there's, like, there's only so much they can they can say in 22 minutes, and like some yeah. lot of the plots just go by so quickly, and they don't have a chance. You know, you don't have a chance to sort of see the characters really delve into those plot points. And for example, like in Breaking Ranks, you know, like Ezra was so quick to just assume Leonis was a friend of his, you know, and yeah. trusts him, and he was so quick, like the guy that he like pushed all the way down to the bottom of the well. Say, saying uh, that
0: though, just, saying that, saying that though. They had, they did say that they'd been waiting for three weeks. Was it so he had been there a time, you know?
1: That's very true, yeah. But still, though, I just, I don't know. I, I feel, I feel like maybe, uh, I, but again, like it's not, pe- it's people not just... can
0: feel the good in people, you know.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, I know. But I think it's more just um, I think it's mm. it's not like the creators that have like done this. It's just sure. their time constraints of having to fit everything in twenty minutes. I'm pretty sure if the writers were given like an hour long episodes, they'd be able to come up with like something a million times better. But it's just a shame that everything has to be condensed into twenty minutes. Uh but yeah, I reckon like no, I don't think we're gonna see another no. Jedi. I mean, although it it would be absolutely amazing to to, you know, cross paths with Obi-Wan Kenobi or something would be absolutely well, fecking amazing.
0: I oh. don't think that will happen, but here was one of my other questions. Um, I've also got a third question now that I, I forgot about <laughs> this one. Um, if, if anybody um, has been scouring the corners of the internet and they have found out one of these dregs, um Luke Skywalker um, has actually been in Rebels already.
1: Well, he, not Luke Skywalker, General well,
0: Skywalker. Or General suppose. Skywalker from The Star Wars, which was a comic book written based on the original drafts by George Lucas before it was finally tweaked to him. It's um, a
1: very, very was, subtle easter egg. The yeah. only only people that really read The Star Wars that came out by Dark... that was published by Dark Horse last year, I believe. Um, it was an eight-issue miniseries that basically took george lucas's original a new hope idea and uh wrote out in comic form it's all right it's uh, it, what, what's great about it is that when you read it you you kind of you kind of see why why a new hope was redrafted and you're kind of glad it was <laughs> but uh, it was a nice insight but yes it was a subtle it was a nice nod from the creators to include somebody that looked uh familiar to general skywalker from um from the star wars
0: yeah, of course, but here's here's my question though, Ross. Luke Skywalker is obviously about. He has no idea of the Force. He's looking for his dad, and obviously Tatooine is the hive of villainy and scum, you know. So, what say that they perhaps have to go to Tatooine to drop off something during one of the missions, and a certain young Sky- Skywalker is. Um, uh, what is it he says? Blasting? Is it Swamp Rats or Thwomp Rats and he's T-16? Swamp um,
1: wump Rats. Swamp
0: Rats. You know, yeah. so it, what What if, if, if they bump into him and he's trying to buy his power complex, you know?
1: <laughs> I don't know. Again, I don't really... I wouldn't like to see these main characters being no. introduced, right? I would like to see, like, the B-list or the C-list. Like, it would be great, for example, if they went to Tatooine and they met Biggs. It would be quite a cool interesting, like, sort of taking it all, yeah. you know? Uh, and
0: wedge be uh, getting into trouble, you know.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, something along those lines. But yeah, but definitely Biggs. It'd be interesting to see, like his, because he was the one that actually went off first from uh, before Luke. But I'm, I'm. That's obviously more closer to a new hope. But even back then, maybe Biggs would be quite funny to see. Um,
0: yeah, I like no, again. I mean, it, it, I mean,
1: as 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 a fan, it would be brilliant mm. to see. Yoda or Obi-Wan Kenobi or Luke Skywalker being introduced into the Rebels, like even fleetingly in the background or whatever, even like a young Han Solo would be quite hilarious. However,
0: Han Solo is more like you're saying. Like I do know what you're saying now. Like this is more of a on the fringe of the universe, trying to hide sort of thing. So they're going to bump into like Lando Carusim would be amazing if like yeah, Canon had to deliver stuff. But even then, what if like he bumped into like Han Solo and like they were sitting at a bar chewing Han or something? Or we could. (laughs) This is just me. (laughs) This is a bit out there, but in in the now, in what now is the Canon universe. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, the movies Clone Wars and Rebels and the the books that are out now. We we don't know the real story and the new canon of how Chewie and Han came together. So what if that gets told during Rebels?
1: That I'd, I'd be fine with that because that that would make sense because they're fringers and they're um, they're fringers. They're really not outlaws, but you know they're out and about trying to do good and they they may or may not mingle with them people. The only downside to that is that Han is portrayed as maybe. Like, even in the original trilogy, forgetting expanded universe stuff is portrayed as maybe somebody that may or may not, you know, um, fall in light on it finally, but cross paths with people doing good um, at that time in his life, possibly. But I can understand why Han and Lando and Chewie, Mm. because their line of work kind of does cross paths with what Hera and Kanan are doing, whereas Luke Skywalker was just a farm boy. Okay. And uh, you know, like there, there wouldn't be any reason for them to sort of like bump into them unless they were like getting served at the same shop in Tatooine. You know, that would be the mm-hmm. only connection they would have. So, like and again because kanan obviously knows who yoda is but doesn't know where he is again i can't see them meeting up with yeah
0: st- i, I, I prefer know. that actually i prefer that yeah. like if they go to um if they go Hell to man, even, and...
1: even if greedo was like met, I w- <laughs> I, 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 i'd be happy because it, it would make sense yeah. And then Bumping
0: into, they're gonna to have to bump into the bounty hunters at some point when they try and explore explain the Mandalorian background of uh,
1: Oh god. Uh, imagine imagine if she turned out to be Boba Fett's daughter.
0: Oh <laughs> my god. That, <laughs> Wait, no, but no not
1: really because obviously Boba Fett was a clone and, and stole Mandalorian armor from well, from his dad's corpse, but still though. It would be <laughs> quite funny if she like uh, if she thought like Boba Fett was a Mandalorian because he had his armor and then there was like this yeah. weird moment where and then if we saw like a young Jabba the Hutt kicking about,
0: <laughs> <laughs> young Jabba. Well, it could be about Jabba the Hutt's around till Jedi. So yeah, it yeah. could be like there's a lot of potential. But I do like now I've brought my I've brought my questions back down. I would prefer them to turn up in Bespin and possibly Han's there. Like at the time when he was. Oh no no, had Han Han I don't think had ever been to Bespin. The from what I got, no. you know,
1: it was yeah. on another random planet that the um, that the. He lost yeah, well he won the he, he the won Falcon. The Millennium Falcon.
0: So that would be funny if Kanan was part of that poker game where he lost the Millennium Falcon.
1: That'd be interesting, but I I definitely see potential for them to see those kind of characters because yeah. it fits in with the line of work of what's going on. However, though, it does seem that this season seems to be focusing a lot on Lothal, so I don't know if we're gonna see well, you know, any not even in
0: just this person. scene, and I mean just in the general. Oh, um, oh in general, yeah,
1: definitely. Um but yeah okay, so,
0: fi- final question, Ross. At the beginning of this, like before we started uh, Rebels Cast UK, we decided to, what do you think is going to happen to Kanan? And I think the general consensus was he's going to die and it's going to lead Ezra to be in the big last fight, okay? Mm-hmm. What if at the end, because um, obviously that's coming into a new hope after helping, because it was the Bothans um, that got the information for the Death Star, um, I think was that the Death Star two though?
1: That was Death Star two that the, the both yeah oh, bothens died for this yeah.
0: See, it's I was wondering if they would be tied it.
1: on. No, see, that's so, <laughs> a bit so, different.
0: <laughs> so what? What if um, what if Kanan and Ezra are actually still alive for episode seven?
1: Uh yeah um even just references to them even if it would be like a a picture of them or uh their name being flashed up on a datapad. Yeah, I'd I'd be told I'd be digging with that. In all honesty, it would sort of make sense. I'm pretty sure um, there's been some teases by a couple of um, writers and actors saying that there's a good chance that you may or may not like hear or see about Kanan and Ezra. Um, maybe I don't know about Kate. Well, Kanan would be old enough or old. He'd be yeah, like Obi Wan Kenobi age, I think, by because yeah. uh, Episode Seven set thirty years after.
0: Cool, so he would be an old man but ezra would be about it would be it would be younger than luke skywalker because i think luke well, skywalker during rebels is about 14 from when i worked out well, so like, so is
1: ezra, ezra's 14 in this as so well. they'd be
0: about they're about ages with each they'd other so same could,
1: age yeah that would they're be cool same to age, see and i reckon uh yeah uh, and from a new dawn i think Kanan would be in his like 60s or 70s i think by seven so, yeah, so it's even, even if just the references or like even if like the ship Ghost was mentioned, um, I, I definitely think Seven should have some form of sort of nod to Rebels,
0: possibly. Yeah, well, they did say that they were going to lay seeds and there's going to be things in Rebels that will come up in Seven, so you never it'd know. Be,
1: yeah, it'd be quite interesting. But like when you brought back with the plan thing, that'd be a, a great, maybe not season one finish, but season two or season three of Rebels, it'd be quite interesting to see whether or not. Uh, H- uh, Hera and the crew, well, the crew of the Ghost were part of uh, the ultimate plan to steal the Death Star plans for oh, um, yeah. for Episode Four. I reckon that could be a nice way. That could be their future aim, like you know, like a couple of seasons from it. Because I mean, come on, everyone's got to just admit it's not going to go for two seasons. This show, it's going to no, go like five six at least, or seven. Five yeah, seven. it's going to be crazy. So I definitely think that their their finale finale would be like an hour long film. Where it could yeah. be them finally, uh, everyone finally realising about the rebellion and uh, taking on the sort of Death Death Star plan.
0: Yeah, idea. well, I've just thought of one link. Looking at my newly acquired rebels action figure, the first one that arrived was old C one ten P, which is Chopper. Chop. Even if none of the characters appear, the hu- the humanoidish characters Chopper could always show up in Episode Seven, you know, and just zap R two D two in the way past in part of a scene.
1: <laughs> that would be awesome man oh and as you bring it on chopper i actually mm-hmm. i have to apologize to um to all our listeners and readers of our um our reviews i failed to mention you chopper did. in one of our uh in one of our um in one of my reviews but it's purely because chopper deserves his own um yeah. his own article which i'm going to plan of doing at the mid-season season uh, section of rebels i believe rebels is going to go on for 16 episodes so right. at season eight i'm planning to do a chopper orientated article because season eight absolutely eight. I, I think yeah pre, well i think it's 16 episodes on no um, you said
0: season eight sorry i was just like oh eight. sorry
1: episode <laughs> eight um of so, is, of it, is it taking season.
0: a mid season break? Yeah, it probably, I don't will. think
1: I, 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 it might do, but it's, it's animation. I'm not too sure about animations if they do mid season breaks, but either way, when we do get to the halfway it, it halfway point of the episodes this season, I will come up with my uh, Chopper appreciation article because he is probably <laughs> one of the greatest characters ever. And ever. uh, he, yeah, he, oh, he, he bloody is, man, he's just so good. Like Chopper's yeah. just amazing, he's he's annoying, he's mm-hmm. dickish, yeah. He, uh, but he still he's me as a robot job, you know? he's like he's... me it's amazing <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah yeah i can uh, relate more to the robot in star wars where's my life came to yeah
1: <laughs> that's pretty much what it is <laughs> have i just compared myself to a droid yep. yes <laughs> but yeah no chopper even in this episode he still had a a great part and like I'm glad he didn't do it, but part of me was kind of going, I just really want him to, like, fuck up. Like, not, like, intentionally fuck up, just to piss off Ezra. But but then again, it just goes to show that although he doesn't, he always pisses off Ezra, when it's on a job, he sticks with the job and he does (laughs) what he wants. He blacked up. He blacked up. I know yeah exactly it was like it it, it was almost like i I guarantee right if if you got to see the behind the scenes in terms of like you know what happened before the episode started uh i bet i bet they're going hmm we need somebody in there to relay to us while ledger's in there and then all of a sudden chopper brings out a makeup kit like in zoolander (laughs) 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 and he's like i know how to get in and then he just gets himself sprayed black and then just heads on in like an imperial droid
0: Yeah, we do love Chopper. I really want a Chopper-centric episode, I really do, because, I mean, C-3PO and R2-D2 have them, and I, I, we we haven't really seen in the main canon like too many droids. You know, there's been, like, droids in the Expanded Universe, which is now um, the Legends section, which is no longer official, more or less. It means that Disney can use it, but until they do, it's not part of the main canon, it's not history. So the fact that we've got Chopper... And, like, R2-D2 and C3 Poo are clumsy and sometimes they make mistakes. But, like Ross said, Chopper gets the job done, but he's a bigger dick than (laughs) R2-D2. Yeah,
1: he's so good, man. I I think it's awesome. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I I do agree. And, obviously, that was the first figure I got. And I'm more than happy with the figure. Like, I will um, be doing a review. I'm keeping him in his packaging, unfortunately, so it's not a full unboxing. That will be up in the website. And I'll set us up a YouTube at some point. Or put it in the 42 YouTube for quickness and easiness um but the chopper figure like I'm, I'm really liking the scale of it so far ross because it's it, the r2d2 figures i've had before have been a bit too tall than they should have a bit, bit more taller than they should have been and this one seems like it's a proper droid size for your figures i mean like it was seven quid it's the same price as like a normal sized figure um but i mean I'm, I'm happy with you it looks awesome like it really does. the The package is even cool because it's like comes out like the stormtrooper armor. Um, I've also got the multi pack that's Ezra, uh, Kanan, and it's the double pack because it comes with the bonus ghost of Obi Wan, the Force Ghost of Obi Wan. Well, I, I say Force Ghost, but it's more the hologram that they seen in the holocron, um, in one of the first episodes. Remember, and Obi Wan Kenobi was saying, yeah. uh, "Remaining hiding, blah blah." Well, I think it's more that figure. Um, but it's it's a mystery. I'm not meant to know this already, <laughs> so. I'll I might for... need
1: to um, I might need to purchase myself this chopper thing because I just I think the guys just I think the character is awesome.
0: Ah, you see, seriously, it's like um, I got it off of Star Action figures. Got it to me, and uh, thanks very much for that. But I mean, I can't wait for the next one. And I said to myself, Ross. I'm not going to go and buy the whole ghost crew, but see now that I've got Choppa, Ezra, and Kanan, it'd be kind of rude not to get Hera's uh, It's but...
1: only like one other figure. It's not like crazy bad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, they're not, they're not too badly priced, because you do get the giant-sized figures as well. Um, The giant-sized figures, I've never been a fan of them. I don't know about yourself, Ross, but see the ones that are like the huge sort of 12-inch figures?
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, I know. Aye, the, uh, the ones, yeah, I know what you mean, yeah.
0: I've never been a biggest fan of them, but there's a lot of them out, um, however, I, I think I'm going to have to get, I, I'm going to probably have to get the, the majority of them, if not all of them, because um, I mean, like, the Zeb action figure, there's actually a C3PO and R2-D2 from Rebels figure as well, um, it's a double pack for £10, which, they aren't badly priced, you know? um you've also got the star wars rebels mission. it's the star wars rebels mission series and it's a uh, zeb and he comes with a stormtrooper so you can quite a decent display going on with these if any of our listeners are uh, collecting the figures as well like i looks like i'm going to now um get in touch with me and am can have some figuring chat because it's still star wars related it's very star wars related um I- i'm thinking about getting inquisitor i don't know if you've seen these
1: yeah, I was about to say, kind of like once you get the crew, you'll end up ha- trying to get the Inquisitor, and then I'll just like, start on an absolute. So you're already one step ahead of me.
0: <laughs> the Inquisitor's uh, already in my basket in star action figures. <laughs> um, like, like I said, if anyone wants it, uh, there's that one. Uh, if anyone wants them, it's staractionfigures.co.uk because obviously about a UK based show, but worldwide you could probably pick them up. Toys R Us, I think, um, for America is probably the best place to get them. Um, but yeah, these the fantastic figures. They are three and three quarter inch, so it's roughly about four inches. Uh, like I said, uh, choppers not. Uh, choppers actually out of stock at the moment. That's yeah. Like I just noticed.
1: I was straight on the site trying to. Mm. I was about to order it, and then I realised it's not. And uh, <clears throat> you're better off going for Star Action figures, uh, listeners, because I've just realised that Amazon are uh, charging for the same figure at 15 pounds plus 4 pounds what shipping yeah and they're it's basically charging, in this they're they're charging uh, 20 quid for the same
0: uh, for the same figure, same
1: figure.
0: Oh. yeah but that that shows you how popular oh. this is already the action yeah. figures of rebels cuz this arrived today i believe it only came out today and it's sold out you know, so
1: they oh, yeah that's something massive for you, but yeah, everyone seems to be like totally into Rebels, and it's brilliant to see us back into like the, the actual Star Wars. Clone Wars was brilliant, we had a wee lull, and now we're into like proper things. So, overall, Ali, what's your um force rating? Of, <laughs> um, force rating. I think we should um, go for force ratings, you know, maybe like lightsaber
0: you know? ratings, but we'll go with force, yeah, force ratings seems better. Is it out of five again?
1: Aye, it would be like five light points or five dark points if it was a bad one. I
0: reckon okay. that could work. Well, I'd say this was quite a good one, but I'm only going to throw four light points at it. Because, because it was mostly Ezra-focused, and I know this show's going that way, but I'm ready to see more about Zeb. I get who Ezra is. Um, his training can go in the background, you know. I get who Ezra is. I just I want to see more about, like, Zeb. I want a chopper episode. Um I even want Kanan himself. I want a Kanan episode. Kanan got off himself. Uh I I I I liked it though. What about yourself? What would you throw at it, Ross? I liked the
1: pace. I liked kind of where it was done. I think I'm gonna go for I'll probably go for four four light points as well. Four force four points. Light. Um purely because it's starting to it's starting to get into its groove now, you know, and uh it's good, you know. But yeah, as I said, like, you know, it wasn't it didn't reveal anything crazy it was like a, you 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 could have watched this without knowing what rebels was and still get an idea as to what was going on you know there was no continuation of the story it kind of it's almost like a bottle episode i suppose but at the end of the day though it was tight it was concise and uh, it was an it, it was entertaining what what more can you ask so yeah four mm. four light points from me
0: Ah, well, that's awesome. Well, I've got to go back to figures for two seconds before we wrap up, Ross, because fine. I've just seen Sabine. She's been boxed by a Stormtrooper. Nine ninety five is the pre-order on this site. And see, since we've just checked this site, um, a lot of the the first wave of the Rebels figures, which are actually in Mission Serious Action Figures wave four, are already sold out. You can still get C-3PO and R2-D2, but um, you can still get the double pack that I picked up with uh, Kanan and Ezra and the Force... Uh, uh, the fo- I want to say Force Ghost, but it's not. It's the hologram. It's a hologram. That's the word I was looking for. Of uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. It's a bit more expensive, but I mean, it's reasonably priced considering you're getting three figures. Um, you also get this, the helmet of, I think it's a Stormtrooper. could be wrong on that helmet, Ross, if you want to just double check that and see. Uh, next to Ezra.
1: Yep, you get his helmet. Yep.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, that's pretty cool. You also get the lightsaber. Um, I, I just love these figures. Like, I don't like the chunky big ones. Uh, is Zeb still in stock? Zeb's still in stock. So it looks like Chopper is a favourite all round, Ross.
1: Yeah, it certainly is. I'm pissed off.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Were you hoping to pick him up I I was really
1: hoping to grab it at like eight quid. I was like, hell yeah. Like Even (laughs) including packaging, it'd be like 10, 11 pounds. I was like, I don't don't mind not having a crate of beer next weekend for that. But now, alas, no. It's uh, it's sold out. So I have to wait until probably the next wave that'll come out.
0: Yeah, the next wave. uh, Hopefully, because you know what Star Wars figures can get get Mm -hmm. like. Um, I I mean, I can't even find a Hera figure. That's the one thing I can't see. Hera's not been announced. Well, I could be wrong. Yeah, (laughs) interesting that one is. yeah, I can't find it in Star Action Figures anyway, which is a bit strange. But I think after this episode, I'm going to have to go and get Zeb and the Stormtrooper sent out to me because I can't have half a collection, Ross. Exactly. I yeah, goes. I
1: mean, like you, 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 have got to go full whack. You can't just go a little bit. You know, no. it's been like kind of like I, I first got like a sort of like the mini like I'm more star wars lego than the figures and mm-hmm. i originally got like the mini lego millennium falcon that was like you know it costs like seven quid and it was like made out of like four yeah. bricks. And then i realized you know what it's no point of just I, I should never have bought this i may as well just save up and get the full 120 quid millennium falcon which i did and i was glad i did <laughs> <laughs> I said, you can't you have to go full hog on these things yeah. you can't just do Bits and pieces. You just have well, to do the whole thing.
0: <laughs> I do. I do agree. But like, see the likes of C three PO and R two D two. I don't need their action figure hmm. for rebels. I think I'm going to stick to like um, well, well
1: new characters.
0: I mean, you know, new characters. Some... I'll probably get the Inquisitor as well. And uh, Captain Sideburns is available. Um, ah <laughs> yes, <Captain Sideburns. laughs> Agent Callous. Agent Callous. Uh, Captain I, I'm, Sideburns. I'm
1: digging him as well. And I kind of, I, I, I did kind of like him in this episode, but I didn't. You know, I felt that he was portrayed as a bit sort of more idiotic than he should have been but then again i suppose yeah. that enhances uh, ezra's force ability which is understandable but still though Callus to me is a great thing the fact that he just kicked a stormtrooper randomly off the stormtrooper and spark rebellion if people haven't watched it yet if you've not watched it yet you'll have no idea what we're talking about right now if so get it watched um but anyway, Spark Rebellion, this stormtrooper goes, first time you've seen a Jedi. <laughs> he just kicks him <laughs>
0: off to his That's hilarious. <laughs> like, oh, what? it was brilliant. Yeah, I am liking <laughs> so Agent Callus. He's actually sold out as well, as is the Inquisitor. So yeah, Zeb is gonna have to get purchased like straight. I wonder why he's not sold out.
1: And then it's just oh it's, just, it's like Focus your fire <laughs> on the Jedi. Yeah. That still gives me goosebumps to this day. That's when I knew when I watched that, I was like. That's me in Star Wars. <laughs> I knew exactly what was going on here. Man. I made yeah. me get back into the whole thing again. It was so good.
0: No, I love Agent Calos. Like, but I, I want to see more of them. Like, I'm kind of. This is a different feeling show because obviously this one was this episode um, Breaking Ranks was almost espionage based, which is cool because it's seeing the start of the rebellion. However, I do want to see more of like the the big bad villain, you know, rather than you know constantly just seeing them like yeah. stealing things. The big bad villain. As long as he's not overused, but I think just now he's been underused and a lot of people are curious about who actually is he? When are we going to see him again, yeah. you know? It's probably
1: difficult because obviously, like, the Inquisitor will be trying to do his stuff subtly uh, mm. without causing too much attention to the general public. So obviously, like, the crew of the Ghosts will be doing their stuff subtly as well. So I reckon, though, it will build up to, like, a crazy climax, but right now it's going. I think it's just going to be annoying teases rather than... Um,
0: Full on explanation,
1: sort of like you know chase sort of idea. But um, Mm, of course, I think we've Uh, pretty much. Oh, sorry, what were you going to say?
0: Oh, on you go on you go on you go man i'm, oh, I'm sorry i'm in the middle of shopping
1: this, I, I was going to wrap up this episode before yes. I thought you heard it now but um since you're busy shopping with your crazy figures again i will end this uh, episode so uh if you've liked everything that you've heard tonight if you like our speculation and uh you like our star wars chat then uh feel free to um visit our website at uh, www.starwarsrebelscast.tk uh, we have um reviews up from every like written reviews up for every episode plus you can listen to us audio as well uh, and we'll try and get our bits and pieces up i may or may not think about um giving out the picture of me in my stormtrooper helmet which is quite funny um, and <laughs> so again that's us at starwarsrebelcast.tk you can get us there uh, tweet, tweet us at uh, Rebelscast UK at Rebelscast UK. We want to hear all your feedback, all your questions, all your speculation. You know, it's it's a great new show. We want to hear what you want to think about it. And you know, as a shout out to my friend Gordon for coming up with great theories like that. Yeah. Any theories you have, tweet us at Rebelscast or get us at StarWarsRebelscast.tk. And. Uh, yeah, um, you can also catch myself, Ross Shaw, on Stalin City Radio. Um, we usually record it once a week. We cover, obviously, Arrow, the CW TV show. Um, you can get me there at, uh, at Starling Radio and um, StarlingRadio.tk, I believe. Probably got nice. that one wrong
0: as well. Starling Radio TK is correct. <laughs> TK
1: got that one right. And uh, while Ali is probably still still too busy shopping... Um, I'm pretty sure you can get Alistair Kennedy everywhere on the podcast world. He has got <laughs> his fingers in all the pie. So hmm. tell them where they can find you out with. When you're too when you're not busy rebelling against the Empire, where can <laughs> they
0: find you? Can they find you? Uh forty two level one, which you'll find at forty two level one, forty two level one dot com or on all games radio, usually on a Tuesday night, half past nine UK time. Um get All the the shows that we're involved in are on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Just give a search for Star Wars um, Rebels Cast UK or Rebels Cast UK. You'll find us uh, right here on this show. If you want to find 42, it's 42 Level 1. And obviously Starling City Radio if you're into Arrow. And obviously we delve into Flash as well. But until next week, listeners, may the Force be with you. Always. Thanks, folks.